0: So I'm glad to have you on as my first guest, as my inaugural guest, because you've been such a help to me in um, in getting in started with my YouTube channel and everything for the Strongman
1: community, and I appreciate that. No, that's fine. It's it's good to see other people getting involved, and um, it's always <laughs> nice when someone new discovers Strongman. That's what it's all about, is getting as many people, um, making as many people as um, aware of the sport as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely wanted to help. You know get more attention to it stateside because uh going to, to world strongest man i learned that it's like there was a lot of locals there it was like oh i just live in the area and i saw a bunch of people who who didn't know about the sport and then some people's like oh i just came down just to, to see what it was about so it'd be cool <laughs> to get to get it more recognition in the um in in general
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: definitely <laughs> So, let me start off by saying, once again, for the podcast, this is Julian Howard. If you guys don't know who he is by now, I don't know why you're watching
1: this.
0: (laughs) So, Julian, what do you uh, do for the Strongman community?
1: So, um, basically, I mean, if you want a little bit of background on me, um, I've been a fan for, I worked out just over 30 years now. So, I'm 39, and I started following Strongman sort of in the late 80s, and I always remember um Bill Kazmaier and Jeff Capes who are the very early sort of adopters and winners of World's Strongest Man um Mm -hmm. so that's where I initially started watching it I think I sort of I didn't stop watching it but when you're sort of growing up you kind of do other things so I kind of missed some of the 90s and then I kind of remember picking it up around Marius Pudzianowski time so um late 2000s early 2000s so I've been watching it every year since and in 2013, um, I decided to, that I wanted to meet one of the guys. You know, why not? As a fan, let's see if there is um, any local athletes. And Rob Frampton was uh, a strong man down the road from my house. And he okay. competed in 2010, 2011, I believe, at World's Strongest Man. So mm-hmm. a really short version of this story is I went and trained at his gym. And then I started getting other people to train at his gym. And then we realized there was like a little thing where people... I started to find lots of people very quickly networking about Strongman. Um, and I started to put these seminars together, which is kind of what I do. That's where I kind of slot into this. So um, lots of people have got Facebook pages, YouTube channels, Instagram pages. And I kind of do that as well under the World's Strongest Fan banner, which I thought was funny because World Strongest Fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the um, the seminar side of things is where I sort of, I guess that's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy the first time, I mean, you'll know, when you meet the athlete, you're really excited and a yes. feeling that money can't buy, and especially if it's a specific athlete. So the first time I met Brian Shaw was 2014 at the Arnold Classic. So I flew to America. Um, I wanted to see this show for myself. And I'm wandering around, haven't got a clue where I am or what I'm doing uh, from England.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> was and it your gone, first time in America?
1: Uh, yes. Oh, okay first time in america so my brother actually lives in columbus ohio so i stay with my brother so i've got somewhere to stay so don't have to worry about the hotel um but the, the show is literally a 10 minute bus ride from his house which is ridiculous so i've been five times now to the arnold classic um and every time i go i try and meet other athletes and i think i've met everyone now but the um the first time I met Brian Shaw, I just remember being like, wow, you know, this is this is the man. You know, he was currently World strongest man um, the year before that, I believe, 2013. And then just before I left the Arnold's, because it closes at around five o'clock, I think I bumped into Zadrinas just by luck. And again, it was one of those moments. This is Zadrinas of Icus. So for me, I know how that felt. And to be able to do that for other people makes me happy. So um, I've done a few events with I started with Rob Frampton. Then we had a seminar with Laurence Charley. Then I put a strongman competition together with Terry Hollands. Um, then Eddie Hall started to become popular. Um, so I sort of stuck with Eddie for about three years because he was really quite a prominent British strongman. He kept winning everything. Um, mm-hmm. Britain's strongest man, uh, you know, UK strongest man. And then after three years, you know, he kind of got too big, if I'm honest. And he, he started to sort of, he needed a manager, proper manager, someone who yeah. doesn't have a, a full-time job. So um, he, he took on a new manager and I kind of just, you know, he said to me, thanks for everything you've done, but I've, I've got my manager now. And that was fine. So I sort of looked around and, and uh, I think Laurence Charley mentioned at one of the team shows, we were sort of with all the athletes in this, um, in this garden having like a barbecue. And um, he came up to me and said, oh, I've, you're doing really good stuff. I think all the guys really appreciate what you're doing. Would you look after me? kind of thing Mm -hmm. so um i said yeah sure um so i took on lawrence terry hollands jerry pritchett um and then lawrence went to a competition in the the Faroe islands i want to say Mm -hmm. and that's once a year this show and zadrunas was like who's this julian guy you know introduce me (laughs) so okay lawrence actually introduced zadrunas to me in terms of booking his seminars for him which was kind of him And I think another catalyst for that was Brian Shaw. So the story behind Brian is I basically hounded him for two and a half years in the nicest way possible. (laughs) So after meeting him in 2014, I said to him, because I'd already done a few of these, um, I'd love to bring you to England. I'd love you to come and do some seminars and meet the fans and let's do a little tour. And he's like, who is this guy? (laughs) So. So he checked me out with Eddie and Terry and the other guys. And they're like, yeah, he's cool. He does, you know, he does a good job. And they wouldn't work with me if I didn't. So Mm -hmm. um, he said, yeah, we'll get it sorted. We'll do it. And then another year would pass. And Brian's a busy guy. So we have a expo in England called Body Power. So I'd go to Body Power. Uh, It's not as good as Arnold's, I'll be honest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's like a mini, mini Arnold's. And I'd go and speak to Brian. And he'd recognize me out of hundreds of people in the crowd. I'd kept in touch. And it took two and a half years to find this window where it actually was going to work and happen. And you just couldn't believe it. Brian's like, yeah, let's do this. So I pulled together a list of all my contacts, all the gyms in the country that I felt would work, narrowed it down to, I think it was eight gyms. Uh, We did the south coast of England. We did the Mm. sort of Midlands area. And then we went over to Ireland. So we flew to Ireland as well. Oh, wow. So it was a big deal for me. It was kind of, this isn't my main job. This is for fun. So we did that. You were super persistent, respect to that, two years, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't quit, that was my goal, my goal was to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger and to uh, bring the world's strongest man to England, and I've now done both of those things, but what next, I don't know. Um, (laughs) But uh, but after that first tour, Brian then came back the following year and we did it again, and we did more of the South Coast and a bit further up we went as well, Um, and we didn't quite get to Scotland, I think that was the only area we never covered. Um, Mm -hmm. And now Brian's doing shows in England instead. So we're not doing any more seminars that I'm aware of. He's kind of we kind of saw most of the country when he came those two visits, Um, seeing over sort of seven, eight hundred fans like on a one to one basis, which was pretty cool. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of what I've been doing. So since I've done Brian and Zadrinus, Jerry Pritchett, I book in America. So if anyone in America is looking for Jerry, then I usually sort of sort his bookings for him. Bill Kazmaier, um, he approached me last year. He did six or five or six seminars in England, one in Belgium. Mm -hmm. Um, And this year I'm flying him out to Australia to do an Australia tour in um, next February. Sorry, next February is the Australia tour. So currently got seven locations, trying to boost that up to probably about nine. Um, But it's just a lot of organisation, working with gym owners, working with Cas, sorting out flights, hotels, food. Making sure he's happy, making sure I leave him in a nice location. So the plan with Kaz is to do like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday seminar. Um and then he has different gyms. At different gyms. So currently just a bit of a a leak here, first first time leak. Um, (laughs) he he's flying into Canberra currently, that's the capital city of Australia. And then he's gonna go from there and he's gonna do the Saturday and Sunday in Sydney. And then he's going to hang in Sydney for about four days, which is going to be cool. I've got people to look out, out for him there, take him fishing. So
0: you won't go to Australia? No. You just book it?
1: No, I just book it. Because if I was to go, then there's, there's like extra costs involved for either myself or the gym, like flights. Okay. And, and so at the end of the day, they want the athlete. I'm happy to, to work with them. Um, so he's doing, yeah, Canberra, two in Sydney, Hunter Valley. Then he flies up um, from Hunter Valley to Brisbane. Then I've got a spot which I'm trying to fill. Then he goes from there to Victoria. And then there's another one in Perth as well. So he's got a handful of venues there already lined up. So I'm just looking to sort of tie up the last few gaps. And then basically the guys uh, between the guys and myself, you know, sell some spaces and, and cover the costs of the, the seminars. But the um, the thing is, most of the guys haven't really been outside of America, apart from England. Um you don't see a lot of seminars. I know Martine's recently um, mentioned he's going to China, but I think this is kind of, as the sport grows, more and more countries are going to want to actually meet these guys and host these guys. That's the plan. Yes, yeah, so and you were on the forefront of, you know, getting
0: that. Even, like, getting some, like, like, do you do um, the booking for Zajunas in the States as well or yeah. just in England? Okay. Yeah, so, so, yeah, no, you bridged the gap with yeah, that because, so... sorry, because no, no, no. my gym has done um, – to, I go to Global Strongman Gym in Brooklyn and mm-hmm. we've done two seminars with Zadrunas. And yeah. outside of going to the Arnolds, I couldn't ever imagine like meeting Zadrunas at, you know, in in the States at all. So yeah. you're definitely bridging the gap. So I really appreciate that. I'm sure everybody appreciates doing, you know, these seminars. Yeah,
1: no, that's cool. I didn't book the first one there, but the second one was part of the tour. So mm-hmm. uh, last year Adrenus did uh, eight gyms in England. So he flew in and I picked him up and we had a, uh, like a car or a truck that we had wrapped with Big Z Tour. Um, and we did Scotland and Wales. And I spent a whole like week and a half with him, which is kind of special, really, because not everyone gets to spend that much time. Right. Uh, and although he's got slightly limited English, I think by the end we kind of, you know, we had a good time it was great and and we did lots of things in that week and then after that I kind of felt could I do anything else for him so I booked the American tour which was 11 gyms in America Um, and then he also flew out to Australia later that year and did 13 gyms in Australia so I did over 30 seminars for Zadrinus last year um, so he was very popular um, but it gets to a point where I'm running out of names I'm running out of <laughs> Running out <laughs> of gyms, but um, it's just I, I have a limited amount of scope, I suppose. It's just down to, you know, if people come to me, we can we can line it up and make it happen. But the, the Global Strongman gym was a good one. And I know recently you had Eddie and Brian. They came and did yes. a seminar. We did
0: uh, in April, yes. Mm. I actually missed the Zajunas one, unfortunately, because I had surgery, so I couldn't partake. But he had mentioned to me, like, oh, Z so might be back at the end of this year. So fingers mm. crossed. So Eddie and Brian was my first, like, official seminar. So that was pretty yep. cool to, to experience.
1: No, that's good because Eddie's obviously um, doing a trip around America. He's doing, like, a food channel um, Beast on tour or something. I'm not sure. What
0: yeah, that's Eddie good. Eats America. Yeah, that's it's like, it. uh, you guys have Man versus Food in the UK? That's it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's basically that. was down the block from my house eating like a five pound bowl of like macaroni and cheese and i missed it (laughs) like on instagram like what that's like down the block from the house i was like oh that was last night you know Uh, (laughs) missed it i mean i was
1: going to come and see you i went to i went to brooklyn on my holiday this year and i was down by the notorious um you know mural on the wall
0: yes i Uh, saw how was your time in brooklyn
1: uh yeah it was good i mean i wasn't there for very long because we were mainly sort of um in other parts of new york but brooklyn was good it was nice to see like you know real america i suppose like not just i don't know just the the other parts that you normally see
0: yeah so it's always a good travel i would love to go to the uk once Mm. you know at least whether it be strongman related or not i would love to go and like see the uk i think if you go
1: if you were to go i think it would be a shame not to go to one of those big giants live shows um
0: oh i definitely want to yeah
1: and it, and it's a shame that if you were going, the Wembley one that's about to happen in two weeks time would be perfect because you'd also be in London. So you'd have the capital city to explore, which is where all the all the real sites are. Everything else is OK. But if you're coming out of England, then I would say go to London. And um, and if you can tie that in with a show that's close, that would be really good. <laughs> and the airport's there as well. So it's all kind of. Do
0: you end up going to uh, the Giants live shows or do you just like pick one out of the year and go to
1: those? i've been i've kind of over the years i've been to all of them now and they are obviously all very different but they're kind Mm -hmm. of all very the same as well so i've been to the um europe's strongest man twice which is normally in leeds and that's like five hours up north for me so okay it's a 10-hour round trip which in the uk is quite a long way (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so yeah so that's that's normally what puts me off is the distance more than anything it's just it would be nice to have something a little bit closer. So the one in Wembley being an hour away or an hour and a half is actually is a good thing because it's mm-hmm. it's gonna bring all the all the South Coast fans together to to get to watch the shows. But um but yeah, no, I go to a few, but I think I kind of I don't know what I'm waiting for really. Maybe there's one in September. It's just trying to space it out so I'm not doing things like every weekend because as you'll sort of discover, a strong man's a constant, it's just they only show the the actual show at, at Christmas time in the UK on TV.
0: Yes, yes. And that also brings me into my first question actually. <laughs> uh the world's strongest man, it happened last week. It, we are now a week out from the finals. And I know you were, you know, watching it through Instagrams, other people, not just me but other people and mm. you were doing the spreadsheets and things like that. So Because you're a promoter of the sport, how do you feel about, you know, being spoiled? Does it come with the territory or, you know, would
1: you prefer to wait till Christmas to know the results or what? Um, I mean, originally when they started the show, there was no Facebook, there was no internet. So it wasn't a problem before. So I'm not quite sure when, let's just call it the 80s and the 90s. I'm not quite sure when they used to film it. But now we all know it's kind of March, April, May time, uh, well, April, May time, and to wait that long. I think it's only really been the last three or four years. It's been a real problem as the sports become more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see it shown twice. I think for history's sake, I think they'll always show it at Christmas for the British fans because it's been done for over 40 years, but I don't see why the, you know, the, the people running world's strongest man don't do it like they're going to do in CBS sports in about a week's time. You're going to get to see it over there. Yes. Um, so you guys get to see it way before the rest of the world. And, the other thing is they only show it in america and england so what about yeah i learned that
0: over huh. the over the weekend actually mm. i might end up blurring this part out but when i was live streaming i kept getting these messages from people in, like argentina and poland and like mm. other countries and this one person in particular kept asking hey will you show um Mateusz's runs and I'm like okay I'll do that sure I'll get better angles and then I just clicked on the 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 profile to see who it was and lo and behold I'm can I make this up it was actually Mateusz's wife who I I actually (laughs) thought she was there with him but I guess she's not Mm -hmm. for whatever reasons Mm -hmm. and like she couldn't watch her own husband you know compete so she had to watch through like my crappy live stream and I thought that was really interesting. I mean she was absolutely lovely to talk to for the for the brief moments I did, but yeah. it was crazy knowing that it's only shown in the UK and America. like even even his sponsors Real Farm, they were yeah. watching my live stream. Yep. Even though, like, there's a language barrier from what English they do speak, they are very nice to me. Mm. So it was it was interesting seeing that, like, thank you from Argentina or thank you from Brazil so I can watch this. I'm like, do they not show this in other countries? And that's it's world's strongest man. You would yeah. think they want to show it in as many
1: countries as possible. So my my like very rough understanding is that they they film it for uh, TV. Mm-hmm. and um the uk have got channel five and that's who plays it in the uk and they keep it with all the other giants live shows so technically giants live are supposed to run all the qualifiers for all the athletes so if an athlete's at World strongest man they've qualified through a giants live show um so colin bryce and darren sadler run giants live and they also they don't run World strongest man but they have a massive um involvement in it so mm-hmm. um other people involved in World's Strongest Man are like SBD, Rogue, and um, the company that owns the rights to it is actually IMG. So they yes. they they also run like the Miss World competition, which is a bit random. But um, I think they had her there at the show, handing out. Yes, they did. They did have Miss America there. Yeah. Ah, there we go. So um, so yeah, so they they obviously look to the countries where it's going to be most popular, and because a lot of athletes came from the British shows, and because. Historically, I suppose the guys that run the qualifiers are from Britain, Colin and Darren. Um, we have our shows there. And then America being America gets uh, a CBS sports version. Yes. Um, but then the other countries get nothing. And that's always been the case. And that's also the case for the Giants uh, live show. So all of Europe's Strongest Man, uh, Britain's Strongest Man and any of the qualifiers that they're now doing, these deadlift challenges and things, they're only shown on UK TV. So even America miss out there.
0: So. Yeah, I'm about to say we don't even see that. And I think it's nah. crazy. There's a North American Open and yeah. we can't even see that. Nah. I had to watch it through YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's It's, not it's right. crazy. So as a, as a sort of a promoter and as someone who loves the sport, the only thing I would say is even if you can't get it out to all the countries quicker, get it out to all the countries Exactly. Let's, let's let World strongest man be World strongest man. And if you've got athletes from around the world, they all deserve to see it. Even if they um, share the American version in other countries or the British version, I'm not saying do a separate edit because you guys get a different show to what we get. Your show has yes. got different um, commentators. And it's also it's more I'm not going to say it's more pro America, but you will spend more time watching the American athletes on your show. And we'll probably spend more time following the British guys 100%.
0: I can tell you the the US version and I think most people agree is terrible. If you ever seen there's some floating around on YouTube, but if yeah. you watch the CBS Sports version compared to the US uh the, to the UK version, it's absolutely terrible. I
1: don't uh, know why though. Why It's the same show? I don't know how they do it so different.
0: You know, it's funny. Like Family Guy made a joke uh, a couple episodes back. They was like, "Oh, you know, it's like trying to watch a football commentator commentate on a sport that's not football. And that's true. They'll have football commentators comment on a sport they know nothing about. So they'll use football terminology and just prattle on about something they don't know about. And it's like, what's happening here? Where you have, uh, what is it, Danny Wallace and Colin Bryce as
1: your commentators, and they know what they're talking about. Yeah. So So, it's just like, it's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know why Colin couldn't be the common commentator, because he does the show, and he could do both um or why do we uh, is it cbs do they have to have those um i don't know recognizable faces during the commentary because if you had someone like bill kazma do it he doesn't work for cbs so maybe that's the problem maybe that's the issue yeah because back in the
0: mid-2000s they had like when it was on espn here i don't know if you guys have espn in the in the uk or not do you? you can
1: get it on like a cable channel or a sky channel
0: Okay. That's yeah. <laughs> well, during the ESPN days when Phil Pfister retired, we had Phil Fister, and we did have Bill Kazmaier and he's there. Mm. You know, he was at the show, but I think he'll be on the UK commentary and not on the US commentary. For CBS, again, it's like, I don't watch football. I'm not, I'm not a football fan, but I know it's like a football guy is the commentator and another guy. So it's just like, that's who they got instead of, you know, actual US champions. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So. It's weird, super, yeah, super weird how CBS runs the show here in the States. And funny enough, they announced to us at the show, it was like, CBS has the contract for eight more years. And I'm just like, wow. yay, I guess. <laughs> Bring it back to
1: ESPN. On ESPN, it was actually pretty decent in, was the, it- in
0: the metrics days.
1: Yeah, that's a long time ago now. Um, but that's the thing. The sponsors change occasionally. I mean, it was the commerce world's strongest man. Now it's the touchy palace. Um, you know it's always either a casino or a hotel chain that gets involved which is fine but they've got to kind of be there's got to be something that's consistent and they just keep changing too much it's it's almost like every year it's like oh world's strongest man we need to kind of make this happen and and different companies get involved and and it's always kind of it's it's good in the end but like you will have been there and I've never been but I, I get the understanding it's kind of lots of waiting in between events and there's lots of different people with their like different hats on that have to make it work for them so channel 5 want to film this angle and img want it to happen this way and i heard people were doing the walkouts more than once to make sure it was good for staff and yep. so that's fine and i think fans need to respect that it is a tv show and it is the tv show that spawned the actual sport because before it was actually called world's strongest men when it first came out yes um, and uh, and they changed it but that's fine and and it's just people need to realize it's not going to be like the one day show so if you're going there to watch it live the finals is probably the best day to go because everything's all in one spot on the same day um but otherwise it is probably worth the flight to england for say six hundred dollars or so to to watch one of these shows because it's going to be like watching world's strongest man live anyway because it's the same Mm -hmm. athletes generally yeah basically
0: I'll mm. state this out the bat. Don't go to Worlds, <laughs> 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 unless it's in the UK. Don't don't go to Worlds. It was terrible, not not terrible in the sense that I didn't enjoy myself. Terrible mm. in the sense of how it was run and how they treated the fans and especially how they treated the athletes. So um, we haven't had it in the um, America since twenty fourteen. It was in Los Angeles in twenty fourteen, yeah. and you know there were rumors at the beginning of this year. Oh, it's going to be in the states. And because Tachi Palace is a host, you know, was the host last year, it was going to be in California. Because Tachi Palace does not have hotels anywhere except for Lamore, California. Nice. So that's already hard enough to find hotels in Florida because they didn't have an official hotel down there. Nice. It was through IMG Academy because IMG, the company, has their own sports academy. It's like this big prestigious academy in Bradenton. So they have the IMG Legacy Hotels down there. But if you called up, say, like, in April when they announced it, they were like, what are you talking about? What event? So it's just like, oh, okay, that's good. I ended up getting an Airbnb and guessing where the the locations were going to be. So I actually – my Airbnb was only five blocks away from where the athletes were staying. But it was kind of far from the actual event. So I'm like, well, that sucked. And, like, the whole thing about Worlds is – it was hot i don't know why they had to do it in really hot locations but i got a sunburn i actually got sun poisoning <laughs> oh, which is crazy like going to the doctor is like you have sun poisoning like i have like rashes and stuff that's like shouldn't be there and it's like it's i am darker than what i normally am <laughs> so it's just like yeah it was a uh, pretty crazy even the athletes were getting real bad sunburns and dehydrated mm. and things like that also They didn't have stands for people to see. So if you weren't directly in the front, you you weren't going to see anything. I heard
1: that. I heard people were getting down to the beach at say 6.30 in the morning and there were people there. And if you're three or four back, Just like at the Arnold's, you you can't really see. And people had, like, these uh, little mini steps that they were getting up onto. Yes. People
0: were going to Home Depot and not buying chairs. They were buying ladders, which I'm just like, that was pretty crazy. People were buying actual ladders to watch the event. So (laughs) that was interesting. ladders coolers like buckets to stand on it was insane
1: i mean i'm not sure what the i mean america if anyone's going to make it happen it would be you guys but um they could have had some like tiered seating um you know just around all four corners and even you know you would have got loads of people there i mean it would have been much better viewing people would have maybe spent a bit more money in the area like for food and drinks and, and got comfortable and i spoke to the promoters afterwards i said to colin bryce i said everybody wants the t-shirt you know everybody wants the baseball cap especially in that heat and you could have sold hundreds yes um so next year maybe i think that's on their radar now they definitely they 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 mentioned they missed the trick they were focusing wholly on the show to do the best show they could those sort of things are kind of a nice to do but as a fan it's what we you know it's always nice to have those do they
0: sell do they sell t-shirts at like the uh, giants live shows
1: uh yes so they at do. Giants okay. Live shows, there's generally a few of these like booths outside before you go in. Um, and they will have T-shirts for... Hafthor had a booth one year and he had all his Iceland shirts for sale. Um, Giants Live have their own ones for sale. Like, oh, I've changed my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they do giant shirts. Um, and also um, a, any athlete that wants to promote themselves. I'm sure if they talk to Colin and Darren, there'll be a way that they can have some kind of area to, to sort of promote themselves. And that's that's generally what they do because if you think about it, there's eight to ten thousand strongman fans in one place. That never happens. So you've got your customers are just there, and it makes sense to to just try it on, have, you know, and, and get something whilst you're so there. So they've
0: been. on shipping.
1: Mm, exactly those sort of things, and it's just nice to say, you know, we went to the show. I grabbed a t-shirt, and you know, it's just it's part of the experience.
0: Yeah, because uh, I was in line, like trying to get a drink like, in between shows, in between uh, events. And, like, Colin was there. I was like, oh, can I take a selfie with you? And he he was super nice. And he was like, you know, I wish you guys sold T-shirts. And he was like, we didn't have the license. I'm like, license Mm. to sell T-shirts? I'm like, you probably could have found a couple of college kids to print some (laughs) T-shirts up the road. You know, everybody I talked to was like, I wish there were hats or T-shirts or Mm -hmm. something. And I just want to put this in right now. I have... A, I don't know if you can see it. I have yep. a World Strongest Man shirt from their yep. official store. Wow. So this is an officially licensed product yep. from World's website. Because yep. they put the um the shirts up after you guys air the finals in the UK. Okay. So I, I brought this in January. And here it cost me $55 to get it here. It was like $25 for the shirt and like $30 to ship it to me. This shirt is the worst quality shirt I've ever had. Like, when I wash, I only washed it one time because I wore it to the gym once. The The wording on here is peeling yeah. off. And I'm yeah. just like, it's it's crazy. Even the SBD logo was, like, coming off. It's insane.
1: Well, who's and on the back? Who did you get?
0: Martins. There I got to support there Martins. Go.
1: There we go yeah so I, Mar- I've, I've got one upstairs the Mar- from the year before and my one my one's done the same as well i've got one for eddie hall and that was from 2016 i think i bought mine and I, yeah the quality is not great it's a thick thick t-shirt the the fit isn't very flattering i suppose the arms are quite yeah. flappy um so it's not giants live making them because giants colin and darren have some really good shirts on their website on their Giants store so this mm-hmm. will be img kind of trying to capitalize on the show so this really? is not them okay. And that's maybe where he meant the license, not really to sell on the beach, but maybe more to sell it in general. Right, um, and, so, okay. and the thing is, I'm sure that Giants could probably make something that says, so, I suppose, maybe not. If it's World's Strongest Man, then maybe the name is trademarked and, and that's it for, for, for merchandise. Um, we actually, uh, someone mess- messaged me today. There's actually a guy on eBay already selling this year's World Strongest Man T-shirts on eBay. They're not um, official. They're uh, a bootleg or a replica. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I saw that. And they've got like a gray one and an orange one. And it's like, maybe they'll be better than the real thing. I don't know. It's, you know <laughs> it can't I've always like tiptoed with getting one
0: of those because mm-hmm. there's a couple of them on eBay. You know, they yeah. even have like old metrics kind of copy ones. I'm yeah. like, these aren't legit, but they might <laughs> fit better than this because yeah. this weird plasticy yeah. material is super weird. When it rained on the first day there, I didn't have an umbrella, so I had this over my head. And <laughs> the rain melted away the flag here. And I was like, that's insane. So, not going to be wearing this again. I did get it signed by Martins that's and Half Thor. So, that was super nice. I'm going to get it framed. Definitely. But, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there that those shirts were bad. Because I went with cash hoping I can get like a legit quality shirt while I was down there in Florida. Because I actually like the colors this year the the orange and the gray, but it's just like oh they didn't sell any, so that that sucked.
1: I've I've got a friend who um I'm not going to release the name, but, of course. <laughs> but he but he was there at the show. He's part of one of the sponsors or or works for one of the sponsors. And I sort of I think you saw the post. I put the picture of the teas teas up on the on on the page that I've got, and I said oh is anyone able to buy me one or or can we get hold of these. And I had no reply, obviously, because everyone's busy and, and so many fans commenting, saying, you know, we, we want one, we'll buy one. Um, and I actually received a message a few days ago and he said, I've got you a little box of things that I'm going to post you on Monday. So oh, that's awesome. I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm kind of hoping for uh, the T-shirts. He said he couldn't get the orange one. So I'm going to let's just assume I might have the gray one. Um, and there was a blue one for the crew.
0: Yes, there uh, was.
1: So, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing here, but maybe I've got a T-shirt, and I know they had hats, and I know they had um, some other bits and pieces. So, it, it would be great if I could just get something and it not be a, a fake version. And, and hopefully it's not the same as the one you've just shown us, because they're obviously yeah. not great. We're, Maybe that is the ones that the athletes are wearing, but they do. I better on the honestly
0: athletes. doubt it. I think the athletes got a lot better. Imagine like Thor or Brian wearing a shirt that felt like that and be like, "What is this?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny on Brian's shirt on the sleeve; it actually had four World Strongest Man titles on it. I so see. I thought that was. I saw it. Somebody mentioned it mm. on a comment section. And then when I look it back at the videos, I'm like, oh, yeah, he does. I'm not sure if Thor has, like, the one on his. But that's yeah. super cool that they did that for him.
1: That is cool. And I think little things like that make the difference. Because, you know, winning it four times is a big deal. And no one yeah. else can say that, really, apart from uh, about three guys, four guys. So, you know, that's, that's really special for Brian. And it's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that's super cool.
1: It's funny enough... You
0: mentioned the uh, the the staff shirt, the the behind the scenes crew shirt. Mm. I actually tried to buy one of their shirts off of them. <laughs> Probably came off a little too strong though. I was like, "I'll give you fifty dollars for your sweat t-shirt," and he was like, take your
1: shirt off "No, now.
0: <laughs> yeah, take your shirt off now. I will give you fifty dollars." He's like, "No, I tried. Hey. I I wanted I wanted a shirt, a memorabilia. I'm you know? giving
1: you my shirt, but hey, that's that
0: wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Worlds was." An interesting experience i'm happy i got to go when my Oof. favorite strongman won definitely you know it, it was great seeing martine's wins and everybody chanted martine's and i don't care if it sounds annoying it was fun to, mm. to see everybody like you know cheer him on and see him win and uh meeting a lot of fans i met people from poland mm. from scotland who came to support stoltz yeah. yeah. uh, ireland uh, who, who unlike um, people from across America, so that was super cool. It was like a big tailgate, basically. Yeah. People were sharing beers and drinks, and rain energy was actually there, I guess, because Thor is you know their yeah. sponsor athlete. So, a pre- I appreciate that because it was hot out there. So, mm. having a, refre- a nice, cool refreshment was pretty cool.
1: No, that's cool. And I think little things like around working around the fan experience will massively help them. They don't realize you're gonna they're gonna film it anyway but there's a hundred people 200 500 big crowds of people there and to do nothing and um, just say "I'll oh, just turn up it's nice that it's free so maybe that's yeah. the catch you know you get a free show so they get they may start charging if you're gonna a
0: lot it. of people said they would not mind paying i mean no. if i if i decided to go back to this i wouldn't mind paying you no. know cost got to come from somewhere
1: yeah, but at I mean, the same time,
0: nothing is free. My no. my time and yeah. waiting around for twelve yeah. hours a day is not free.
1: No, no, and that's the bit where I, I'm I'm quite impatient. I'll be honest with you. The five hour shows that happen over here, I love strongman, but come like fourth or fifth event, people start to sort of people leave because you know you get so much into it, and then you're like, okay, I've kind of had my fix now, and and it's such a long journey home. You start looking at your clock, saying, oh, I've got a five hour drive, and so that's why I, I, personally, it sounds terrible, but I, lo- I just love watching the show on TV. I like mm-hmm. watching. I think World's Finals needs to be an hour and a half. So an extra half hour, if they can, they did on do it one year, and it was really good. It worked really, really well because an hour is just—it's not enough time to get all the heats in and all the, you know, and all the, all the events in in one show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just find that the show looks—it looks nice. You can grab a beer. You can pause it. I. I For me it's just convenience and me and my girlfriend can sit and watch it and we you know we usually cheer on different people for fun but (laughs) i mean be
0: happy you guys get an hour we get 30 minute slots here which is terrible to watch because that's how worlds will be played here like we'll get Mm. it starting next sunday yeah they will be 30 i think the first the um the first heat will be an hour and then everything else will be split into two parts so it'll be heat two part one and then heat two part two and they'll spread it out into our Labor Day. And then yeah. the finals will be an hour. But yeah. they'll still cut out a lot from the finals. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not good to
1: watch here. I literally have a VPN to watch the UK version live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the problem with the um, the adverts and, and things like that is we end up, you just end up watching the top four guys. Like after the first event, everyone's on the first yep. event. And then it just cuts to the top four. So after that, we're not likely to see many of, many of the athletes competing and some of them had really good events so um tom stoltman came fifth i believe so he will you'll see him win the um, the loading race and then does he just disappear like what happens then so, i
0: definitely think we will see his stone load because mm-hmm. it was against brian yeah, so you know i think definitely. we'll definitely see that too
1: but again i think an hour and a half the extra half hour so for you guys even if it was three half hour slots it, it works better because you can get a bit more of a story behind each athlete. I mean, Janasha obviously gets injured on the overhead press yeah. uh, second event. So he's, he's not in any way. Um, but I just, I even messaged at one point, I think I was messaging Colin saying, couldn't you just have like an extra two athletes and, you know, because usually world's strongest man's 30 athletes and it's filmed over two weeks. Yeah. And this is the first time to my knowledge, they've knocked it down to 25 athletes and had four days to do the whole show. So As a fan and as a promoter, I kind of get concerned and think, are IMG looking to pull the show? Are they not making as much money out of it as they used to? Um, Which makes no sense because the sport is at its peak right now in terms of popularity. So next year, what do we have? Ten ten, um, athletes? You know, this is the concern. So next year will be interesting. Do they go back to the way it was or do they think they pulled it off in four days? and, And do they just kind of make that the new norm? So um, for people there.
0: Oh, it was a it was a brutal four days for. Mm-hmm. Like I said, not only us, but for the athletes. Like when you see, like, yeah, this is a. Uh, I was a film student in college, so I get the film production of. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to reset for this shot, or we got to do like eight takes, or you know, yeah, the guys they had walking out multiple times to do their entrances, which was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, if they're if they're raring and they're ready to go and they're in that headspace, yeah. tell them all right, yeah. go back and do it over. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So. I hope they go back to the 30 because I feel there were five athletes that were missing there. Like Evan Singleton yeah. was there. Super nice guy. He was taking mm. pictures with the fans. He was having a good time. He mm. could have done great at Worlds, I think. You know? Yeah. There were people like Rongo Keen, Johan yeah. Ells. There, there were yeah. a couple guys that could have been there. And from a viewing standpoint, I think on TV doing five in a group doesn't make good TV because when you're doing the head-to-head battles. There's yeah. always there will always be a guy who's going by himself. And yeah. that I don't think makes good TV. No.
1: So so the extra two people would make sense to make it up to 12 and you can have, you know. Yeah. oh Not 12. I'm getting it wrong here. That's in the <laughs> final. But you know what I mean? The extra couple yeah, yeah. of people to make it make it work. And um, I mean, the, the highlight, I think, for the show, for the qualifiers will be that stone over over yoke between um, Alexi and Trey. I think that's going to be how are they going to fit that in? It was a five minute. Just on its own, five. Yeah, it was
0: five minutes.
1: They can't cut that, surely. Sort of, he's done the first load, and then you're on like the twentieth one. They're going to have to. Yeah, they're going to. I'm sure they'll that play something. that one up. Mm yeah
0: I couldn't even see it because I was on not the the side where they had the sponsors but I was on I was on the side behind the camera crew and at first it was fine but then all the athletes started coming out of their tents and standing there and like cheering on Trey or Alexis I'm like I can't see now (laughs) like I can't see so I can't wait to see it on tv as well
1: (laughs) it'd be I mean if if I if I was thinking on Friday night I said to to Jenny I said oh she was like whatever you want to do just do it because you know she knows what i'm like and i was like i could fly we could get the i could get the coach to london fly to florida be there sunday night uh, sorry saturday night walk up to the beach and and watch it and i'm i'm kind of glad i didn't because i don't think yeah. i'd be impressed if i got there having spent ugh, nearly a thousand dollars and i couldn't even watch the show um yeah, no. i would be devastated so i think i'll just stay where i am i i managed to follow it like i like i did sort of pulling together video clips um some athletes were sending me score sheets i needed to make sure that anything i leaked or spoke about was as accurate as possible yes Um, and you know we kind of got there so it was it was good i mean it wasn't just i wasn't just doing sort of scores there was another guy doing two two or three other guys do the spreadsheet and it's not one spreadsheet i think there's two or three so um it's mattis beyond him i think it is he's got his uh he's put all the world's strongest man videos on his youtube
0: yes account. he's he's and a good source on youtube mm.
1: i was talking to him while he was there at the at the show and he said i've got two phones he said one phone i'm filming the show and one phone phone i'm doing the scores so yeah
0: that's basically what i was doing i was filming crazy. with my, my actual camera and live stream with my phone for people who <laughs> wanted to watch it it's crazy you know that that's what you have to do if worlds
1: themselves aren't going to take that opportunity yeah. the fans
0: will Yeah. And there was
1: there was no way in America with the social media and people with phones, there's no way they were going to not have it leaked. And I think if you really want to look hard enough, you can find pretty much every event, either on Instagram or Facebook or
0: 100 percent. You can. But at the same time, the athletes still have a two week, you know, can't talk about it kind of thing in their contracts. I'm like, that's weird. Even though all the sponsors are like, congratulations to Martins and like, you know, (laughs) listing them. So that's. Weird that they can't go into exact details. Yeah. At the same time, who still has cable? No. Because exactly. see, it, the 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 final the 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 first heat and the final will be played on our regular CBS, and then the rest will be played on CBS Sports Network, which is a specialty channel. It's like channel three hundred for like my cable provider, and a lot of people don't have cable anymore. So it's like, how are we supposed to watch this? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's uh
1: it's hard but i mean yeah. i was gonna say in terms of the champion so for the first i don't know 39 years um the champion would win it in say june or july and even with the internet they weren't allowed so when brian shaw won the show i think it was 2016 he wasn't allowed to announce it until december so that's
0: crazy so
1: he came to the uk we did a tour everybody knew he was the world's strongest man but we weren't able to tell anyone officially because of his contract um and then the first person to break that rule was Eddie Hall. So mm-hmm. um, in 2017, Eddie wins World Strongest Man, and literally the next day, I'm the World Strongest Man, and it was everywhere in England. It was in the newspapers, it was on the websites, it was all over his page, and everyone was like, "Whoa, you know, isn't there like some kind of rule?" And, and kind of Eddie does what he wants to do anyway. But it was yeah. Eddie, bre- Eddie breached the sort of the, the rule, if you want to call it that, and that's fine. And um, I think that's how it should be. So he kind of started this off and Martinez has done a video already and he's announced it. So it's good that I feel that they do that. The only thing is, if you're the champion and you, let's just say you win it in um, July and you're mm. not allowed to announce it until December from yeah. December. That's when, as um, I don't know, as an athlete, you've got 12 months then to kind of generate some income, use your name, the title, yep. event events build sponsors. So Brian had only been able to announce it in December and come sort of May time or June, early June, Eddie's just announced it. So Brian kind of got a little bit cut short there. He only had half a year to promote himself and Eddie yeah. had I think it's a year and a half because Half didn't get to promote it until the following year or whatever. But you know Which so
0: is ridiculous.
1: It is ridiculous. So it didn't really work out there. But I think if they can keep it consistent so the athlete can release it immediately And I think this is the first time they've had the show out in two weeks for CBS. So um, it's good that they're getting it out earlier for America. And it just means the athletes can kind of relax and and just actually promote themselves as the champion because it's a really long time to wait until December um, (laughs) if they can't do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get his tradition, but it's like, you know, it's also 2019. So that's interesting. CBS, I will say they will marathon the whole world on christmas yeah i just had because there's nothing on tv besides nah. christmas specials so i just happened to be scrolling through and i was like oh they're playing all the world and they actually for the first time showed the arnold classic after that on yeah. cbs sports which was interesting it's yeah. cut down it's it's not as good as watching the you know the arnold's on youtube but yeah. it was cool to have a hour strong man day on christmas like you guys do mm
1: but I, th- yeah. I think that's that's the whole thing within with the in, in england that's what they've always had so um if you go back again to the early 80s there used to only be four channels we didn't have satellite cable it was just four four channels is all you had and after the queen's speech so the queen once a year does like a half hour or 20 minute speech to the country it's a bit of a thing um, like
0: state of the union
1: yeah yeah sort of like you know well, he- hello everyone i hope you've had a great year and all this it's a it's a nice thing um and she's like 93 or something now so yeah. she's been doing it for a long time but after her the next show after the Queen's speech was world's strongest man and okay. so they had they had 18 million or something viewers and that is really where the fan base has grown from because there was nothing else to watch and if you most people in this country would watch the queen just because they would back then um and and then straight away world's strongest man so it used to be on a channel called bbc in england um and i think about Ten years after that, they kind of dropped it, and then Channel Five picked it up afterwards, and and have ran with it ever since. And it it does work very well on Channel Five. Um, they also get the footage from Giants for Britain's Europe's uh, the Giants Live Qualifying Tour, and next year they'll get or this year they'll they'll get Wembley as well. So there's a a, a real run up of shows just before the qualifiers and the finals. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit like too much at once. You get about two months of strongman on virtually every other night Um, you were overstimulated with strongman yeah (laughs) yeah, and then you have to wait a whole year for it again and i think if you look at it like that there is definitely a case to say let's spread it out a bit and let's try and play worlds twice so that if you've watched it already you can maybe watch the finals at christmas i mean i i can't do anything else at christmas and there's people i work with in my job at the bank and people you wouldn't think knew what Strongman was, but they say every Christmas without fail with the family, that's what they watch because they just love it. And I was able to take Brian Shaw and Zadrinus separately into my office at work and and meet the guys, you know, and, and they, it was cool. They had some photographs and some of them, it was like, wow, you know, he's, he's brought this guy over that I used to watch as a kid. So you see these 40 year old men becoming like, you know, like children again, because they get to meet someone they've watched for years, but never actually mm-hmm. had the chance to sort of shake their hand and, and sort of see them in, in in real life because some of them are quite big like thor and brian are, are monsters. oh yeah they're really big guys
0: <laughs> super intimidated taking a trying to angle and take a selfie <laughs> with half thor i'm like he's so tall <laughs> yeah
1: and then he's also so big as well you've got tall yeah people, but then you've got they're just big and you just how how do you get about i mean i I can't, I'm not sure what the pounds weight is, but I've been up to 15 stone. So I don't know, 230 pounds or something. I don't know, but it's not that heavy, but heavy enough. And these guys are like 400 pounds and it's madness.
0: Walking around in this humidity because mm. the humidity was killing them. Brian, uh, Brian had his own personal fan, you know, like Eddie. <laughs> I think at one point Thor got one too. I'm like, it's hot out here. Mm. You know, you were sweating off your sunscreen. You would apply like maybe a, a minute ago. That's how hot it was not good so it was, it was <laughs> I saw a, some
1: tents there it was were you in the tent there were some um, marquees that they put up some sheltered areas
0: uh no those were for athletes and rain had their own tent where they were you know giving out their rains. but people they they told people you can bring a tent if you want to a lot of people didn't because you know from a spectator if you have this giant tent
1: you're blocking the people behind you so but I mean, you know i had get, umbrellas people could have got underneath that you know but then yeah I'm sure if people, I, if you're like 10 of you club together and all put in $10 or something, you could have had a really nice little area. <laughs> I think yeah, you do to work time, together. That's the, that's the plan.
0: The only time there was a tent was on uh, Thursday when it rained. And I was going too. that, that rain delay was pretty crazy. We thought they were going to cancel, you know, the, the final event for the day. Because if you don't know, Florida is the lightning strike capital of America. Yeah, and we're like, why would you guys put it in Florida? You know, Florida is, if you don't know, Florida is this backwards-ass place in the States. We have this fun thing every other state. It's like, if you type in your birthday and put Florida man, you'll find some crazy story. You're guaranteed to find a crazy story of Florida man doing something insane in in that state. So, uh, yeah, light. I didn't see any gators, I'll say that. No right. alligators yeah. walking around, but... The 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 it was basically like a, almost a typhoon on Thursday and we ran under like this courthouse and we waited the rain out for I think two two and a half hours and it thinned the crowd a lot there were not a lot of people it was straight up hardcore fans out mm. there on a uh, Thursday night which I mean it was fine but for the TV aspect at one point it's like hey guys uh, we need you guys to group together to make it look like there's still people out here yeah. and I was like ugh. And they had the athletes stuck in their tents because I watched um, Lawrence's uh, vlog video with like they're just stuck in their tents for two hours. I'm like, that has to be maddening, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was here trying to wait for the next event. And what would happen is I would um, follow the pages, get the information from um, fans who were there and also yourself and also um, athletes. And I would put together the little picture with the scores and update it. And once that event was done, I probably had about, I don't know, a half an hour to 40 minute window where I was able to, I don't know, eat. Um, go and shower just do normal things that I wasn't doing and then get back to my laptop and what have I missed and where are we and and then there was that big break between those two events and I was like yep. what have I missed like nothing's happening and people kept messaging saying surely it's happened already and I'm like guys I'm not it's not there I don't know so um yeah but we it turned out okay in the end they did get it done and I didn't think they would get the final done in a whole day but they did um, but yeah, it was just, it was a lot of madness while, while you're not there not knowing what was happening. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was, it was pretty shocking that they finished their finals in the day in, you know, one day we're like, we're going to be out here until midnight. Cause they took forever with some points. It was just like, all right guys. And that's the other thing too, when you mentioned you might, you thought about flying out for the final, yes. I got, I left my hotel at like six thirty in the morning. Cause they said the finals will start at eight. I left my hotel at 6.30, got there at 7. There was already a lot of people out there. They were still setting up. And the uh, finals didn't start till like, 9 o'clock. So you were already an hour behind your schedule. So I was like, okay, people been out here, like, since 6 o'clock. People are tired. It's groggy. What, what are we doing, you know? And I don't want to say bad things about the crew. But it's like, maybe if they had more people working yeah. on that crew. Like, get the Arnold's crew out there. I know they're competitors but like rogues a sponsor they should get those guys who who set up the arnold's get them out there to florida because in the states
1: it helped them set up and it would have gone a lot faster well steve slater was there i believe steve makes he the was yes of, and he actually runs the crew so um his crew are sort of 10 to 15 people that come and help at the arnold's every year it's the same kind of guys usually a few new guys each year um I, when i went over one year um one of my friends helped out. I was sort of in the, the right spot to do some filming and, and, and keeping in touch with the guys, helping Eddie at that point. Um, and, and Steve's a really great guy. And I think if he could, he probably would. But it's just cost-wise. It's, they probably had to find people that were either local to Florida or they just were able to only fly out their sort of main World Strongest Man team that they have every year. Um, mm-hmm. Because they, they are a tight crew. They've been together a long time. But that you've got to remember, I suppose, it was filmed in three different locations. So they had to yes. set up three separate locations and they couldn't just set all three up at the same time they kind of had to work from one to the other so i could see on the video that they put up that they started at sort of six thirty in the morning putting the fencing up putting the matting down yep. reeling in those cars you'd like to think that was all there but with the weather again as well there's no point having it all out there at risk for you know the whole night i suppose but it's yeah. just it's a big job and they it looks great when they're done but it's just very eye-opening for yourself and for for the athletes to actually start talking about it because, um, Laurence Charlie mentioned on there that he we won't be going back and that he didn't really enjoy the experience that much, because like you say, there's, there's a big difference between what you think it is and what it actually is. And that's normally the case with most things. It always looks better than it is. Um, but it's always still nice to watch it at Christmas.
0: Yeah. I was, I was really gutted for, um, Laurence Charlie. Like, mm. like I was right at the finish line when you saw him with the yoke and he fell over and like, it was just like so upsetting to see that, especially knowing that it was his last world. And I feel yeah. for him and rupturing his Achilles. That that's crazy. And I just watched his uh, his last vlog, saying like how he's waiting for surgery and how he can't yeah. walk and you know take care of his kids. And I'm like, that's that's insane. Yeah. And they I mean, put him, is- and they put him on a plane and flew him back to like the UK. I didn't even get to meet him. I, re- I that was one of the main reasons why I went there was to meet the athletes. I'm like, this might be my only chance to meet Big Laws. And yeah. he was on a plane after
1: day two. And I'm like, where is he? And it's like, oh, that sucks. Well, this is what used to happen. So when it was two weeks of um, filming World Strongest Man, the first few days would be the qualifiers. And anyone who didn't make the final, IMG just flew them home because otherwise it's a cost. They've got to pay for hotels, food. So I guess they're on a budget, a really tight budget, because they couldn't afford to keep them there. So if you don't make the finals, guys were just flown home. We don't need you kind of thing. And then the following week, everyone was able to kind of chill out and enjoy a holiday. So making the finals wasn't only making the finals. It was kind of giving yourself and your family like a bit of a time. Vacation. A a bit of a vacation in a a nice location. Um, I think Florida was probably... A bit nicer than some of the other places they've done before um I mean I know they did Philippines Botswana South Africa um but I, I don't know America was a little bit it was a little bit closer wasn't it and for, for you especially but for me I was like oh should I go it's, it's a lot closer than the other countries um yeah. I don't I don't think England will ever have it because it's down to sponsorship so the country pays millions of pounds to IMG to promote mm-hmm. I mean does Bradenton need promotion is it an area that's run down and needs more I've literally mm-hmm. never heard of this place
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I was meeting people who lived in Florida's like I've never heard of Bradenton so it definitely brought I think you know tourism to it and mm-hmm. if I were to I would honestly go back those beaches, those beaches were actually pretty beautiful pretty nice it's a quiet town so mm-hmm. it's um it's a two-hour drive outside of Orlando, so you couldn't necessarily make a day trip to go to Disney World. Yeah. You'd have to go two hours to get to, like, Disney or Tampa or Miami. It's more of a, a, a retirement state, if you will. So it's
1: below, it's below Tampa and above, is it Naples?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. It's on the left, like
1: on the west coast.
0: Yeah, it's on, it's, on the, it's on the west coast. Yeah, so it's yeah below Tampa and... Yeah. Orlando's to like the east of it
1: yeah yeah so that would be just above Naples so I went to Naples two three years ago and beaches were beautiful I mean no one's there private beaches yeah you know it's just really nice and but really hot I think I got sunstroke when I went and I was I spent a day in bed just knocked out (laughs) yeah (laughs) Florida (laughs) heat is different from like New York heat we have like a
0: dry heat up here and they have like this sweltering boiling (laughs) heat I'm like
1: I'm dying yeah, it's not good. It's not good, and I couldn't live there. I I remember leaving the villa or the the place we were staying, and I walked a few blocks down, and then I was like, no, nope, I got to go back because I <laughs> I didn't have enough fluid on me. I was worried I was going to die or dehydrate. It's it's just way yeah. too hot out there. <laughs>
0: yeah, funny enough, the the vendor the food vendors out there they ran out of food at one point. They was like, we didn't know this event was showing up. but It was like they didn't tell you. Yeah, they ran out of beer. They ran out of food. So it was like an hour wait in between, like, events to get food. At one point, even, like, Magnus Ver and, like, his family were waiting online to, like, buy food just like the rest of us. I'm like, this guy yeah. should be in the front of the line getting his food. He has a job to do. Yeah. You
1: know? But it's definitely It's little things like that that I think they can do better next time. So food trucks, uh, ice cream, drinks uh dispensers sheltered area it's they've been doing this for 41 years or 42 years now it's not hard i'm sure if they wanted to they could if they're choosing not to and it's literally just about the nuts and bolts of a tv show then that won't change and it doesn't matter what we want it's it's down to them until someone else buys it off of them and i don't think that's going to happen because it's just it's just like one of those special things there is no other world's strongest man there is the arnold's but Mm -hmm. wells is always going to be the thing that started this and Probably the thing that finishes it when it does, but I think um hopefully next year we don't see a reduction in athletes. We don't see um any massive changes um If the guys in the u k were given the opportunity to fully run it, i mean um Colin Bryce was recently promoted last year. I think he's like a director of some sort within there um so he gets a little bit of a say, but I suppose i m g are still are still pulling the strings there
0: yes. And again, if like people like Laws and maybe Half Thor and even Brian in his vlogs have, you know, have expressed their their annoyance with yes. the events. So hopefully if if they all decide to band together, not maybe a union or whatever, if, but uh-huh. if they all decide to band together and say, hey, we don't like this treatment, especially your top 10 athletes saying yes. they don't like this treatment. Hopefully it would change because yes. at the end of the day, they wouldn't have a show without the fans and they especially want to have one without the athletes. So no, I think it's, oh. it's being
1: brave, isn't it? It's being brave and saying, oh, I'm not going to do this because the worry is if you if you voice out on your own, then you, you get cut out and you don't go back. You know, they say, oh, so and so's trouble. We'll, we'll, we'll just not invite him. Um, I mean, there's a rumor that Bill Kazmaier was banned because he was too strong. And I don't think that's true. I think he was too strong, but I think he mm-hmm. was banned because he spoke up. He spoke to promoters and said, hey, yep. this is this is not what I want or this isn't this isn't right. Um, there's a famous video of him doing the log press and he's holding it and he's waiting for the down signal and they're not giving it to him. And eventually they do. And he throws the log down and he sort of... Yes, I've there. seen that. And he's like, you know, come on, one second, guys, or whatever. You know, so I think he was he stood up for himself. And again, it kind of cost him. And it's a shame because, again, there's much talk around would he have won four or five titles, maybe even six um, in his prime. And again, he did what he felt was right and he stood up for himself and fair play to him. He's, you know, he's still in the sport. They still have him as commentator. And at the Giants live show, um, he's going to be doing a Hercules hold against uh, Magnus Ver Magnussen. So that should be fun too to see him back. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, like I said, I, I hope they speak out, but I get why. A couple years ago, Jerry Pritchett had did an interview saying, like, why he doesn't do Worlds. And, like, watching Worlds, I totally understand why Mm -hmm. he feels that way. It's like, jeez. I know he's doing uh, Wembley. So maybe he'll he'll go back into into Worlds. But I get why for a while he's like, I'm not doing this.
1: The problem with Worlds is you've got to qualify. Most people have to qualify. There's always a few wildcard names. But um, you have to do a Giants live show. So this is Jerry's opportunity to kind of get a, a foot in the door if he wants to do Worlds. Um, but Jerry's focusing more on the Arnold classics. Um, Mm -hmm. and again, this is, this isn't everyone's main job. Some guys have to work as well as do the sport. So for those that don't have to work and this is their job, um, it does come down to money sometimes. And if you go to world's strongest man and you don't place in the final, you don't get paid. I mean, the guys that make the final get a, a bonus of some kind, I believe from their sponsors. So people like rogue or SBD are probably giving them a few thousand dollars. And mm-hmm. I think the winner of World Strongest Man gets around $40,000 um, and then second and third. And you can imagine when you start looking at sort of 10th place, you know, you've worked all year and you might come away with maybe one or two thousand dollars. It's not yeah. a lot of money. Um, so you need to really capitalize on other opportunities. And Arnold Classics, there's quite a few now. And if you were to do reasonably OK in three or four of those, it almost adds up to winning worlds. So that's what the guys are doing now they're looking at opportunities strongman's champions league do another another show around the around the world um and i i hear they're doing an arnold classic in england maybe next year so
0: really okay
1: i heard this about a year ago the guy that was going to do it or who was approached by arnold to do it um messaged me and said jules you're i think you might be the guy to kind of hook me up with some strongman people because i'm not um I know about strongman but I said to him I don't know about the bodybuilding side of it and mm-hmm. the fitness side of it because the whole Arnold classic is a, a big monster of its own it's got
0: Yeah it's more it's, than just strongman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I said to this guy you're going to need to hook up with the right people. I kind of pointed him in sort of Colin Bryce's direction and said look you know he's the guy you know these these are the guys that run strongman in this country so if if they can be involved they probably would be but there's probably also a little conflict of interest because they run Giants live and work on worlds yeah and Arnold's Arnold's isn't really a competitor of worlds but it kind of is you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. it's difficult to find someone in England that isn't already linked in some way to that sport um, or to that part of the sport so it will be interesting to see if they do it it will be interesting to see where they do it uh, I, I sort of said London sounds like the obvious choice but then um, getting in and out of London is difficult um, it's expensive um, for hotels and, and for if everything's expensive in London. It's almost like an extra 30% on top of the rest of the country. So it might end up being more up north again, more sort of near where the Giants do their shows because that's where the fan main fans um, or main fan shows are held. So there's already, a, there's already people who are used to going to the events up there. Um, but again, it's not all about strongman. So anywhere in the country, really, I think if you put Arnold's name on it and he's there, I think people will go, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I hope you guys do get an Arnold. That sounds great. And, you know, there are expenses and things like that. So, but I hope it does work out,
1: you know. Yeah, it's just, it's nice to see new things come along, but it's not as long as they're done right. And the main thing is they look after the athletes, which, again, is why I enjoy my one to one um, relationship with the athletes. So, yes, I put on these seminars or I book these seminars for the guys. And it's my way of sort of making sure that the guys that I look after get looked after. So, you know, they get paid. They get looked after. The people, the gyms have always been fantastic. The gym owners especially always do over and above to make sure they look after us and and the guys. And if I go along, you know, they always look after me, too. So it's just nice to, to do that and bring that sort of different element to the sport, because you've got these big shows. You've got the TV shows and and this is like now you get to meet and train with the guy you can lift the weights you can talk to them photographs you don't have that panic of oh no i'm going to miss out you know this this person's not going anywhere yeah and some and sometimes we have like a meal as well so if, if the gym wants to i always say you know feel free to book a little restaurant somewhere it'd be nice for everyone to relax afterwards and have a few drinks and it's just it's just a great day and even myself i still don't get bored of going to these because it's just part of, of what I love doing and what, you know, what everyone likes doing, I suppose.
0: <laughs> yeah. You are definitely a fan who put your passion into it. <laughs> and, and, and that's very, de- very great. Sorry. Stuttering now. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But, uh, so any other thoughts on worlds or anything else?
1: Um, I think that's most things for today. I mean, World strongest man we've covered. We know the sort of the time the schedule for TV schedule's is not great. It could be better. Hopefully yep. they can release a UK version or a world wide version. Um, and the, the way to do the worldwide version would probably be online. Um, I sort of posted and I might mess message guys again and say, look, if, if, even if IMG have to control this, if they put their own paid um, stream service, on, e- yeah, paid service, not live because they need to edit it and make it look nice. People would pay, you can either do it per episode or per, you know, per, per um, event. And then, mm-hmm. You could do another one, which is maybe a pack for the for the entire um, for all the different all the different shows. So I think people would pay for that. And then that way, it's not going to corrupt the TV viewers that would normally watch it um, at Christmas or on CBS. So that would be my only thing, because if they're going to spend the money making it, all they've got to do is dump that footage onto this site and then provide a link with a a pay option and they make more money. So if it is really just about money for some of these companies, which it probably is, um, then this is a good opportunity. Why don't they take it? That's what I would say.
0: Yep. And treat your athletes better.
1: And treat the athletes better, yeah. (laughs) Um, Maybe that means they have to have less athletes so that they're able to bring in, you know, use that other money for physiotherapists or more tents or whatever. Um, or, Or actually throw it on the sponsors. Say to the sponsors, we haven't got time, or we haven't got the money, or we don't want to do this. But if you guys want to, I mean, I don't see why Rain couldn't have had. I mean, they had, like you say, a booth handing out drinks, but they could have done all sorts of things. They could have had their own little thing going on just outside of where the event was happening. You know, like their own little um, selling T-shirts and 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 selling more products and and make more make the most out of it while you've got that that um the captive audience there because people were there all day, so. You could have yeah. had a barbecue going on. You could have had a party afterwards with a DJ and and I don't know. Oh, oh man,
0: that that actually sounds a lot <laughs> better. <Anything laughs>
1: yeah, <possible. laughs> We also got these uh,
0: steel shredded AF like little caffeine pills yeah. some other company was uh, handing that out they was like do not mix this with rain I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Be, it was like sure yeah you be having
1: your own party <laughs>
0: yeah I, I come from like comic cons and things like that where it's like you know you host your parties your after parties or your previews or whatever so there's, there's a lot worlds could learn and I hope it gets better
1: <laughs> yeah me too me too it'll be interesting to see where they go Um I'm looking forward to trying to see somehow see the CBS footage just just to see what happened and and see how they cut it, you know, how they, how they filmed it. Um, and December's a long way off. So there's, there's gotta be a way I, I could probably do like you and tweak the, the setting on my computer, but I'm not that good at that sort of thing. So I'm hoping someone puts it up somewhere. If
0: I can find a way I'll try and put it on YouTube. It might not be up for long though. So you might have to download it because yeah. CBS will probably take it off, but you know, somebody will hopefully put it up there. I mean IMG was copywriting people's footage from the show. That's I why I stopped up that's why I stopped uploading uh, videos to, to YouTube. One got copyright claimed by IMG, but I fought the dispute, so it went back up. But I'm like, I'm not gonna deal with this again. Yeah. I already have copyrights from like my, my the montage videos I did for strongman, so I'm like, I'm not uploading any more of this stuff. So we'll see what happens with that yeah that's
1: what i was going to say when you said i'm going out there i'm going to be like taking my camera kit i was like oh my god like i just knew it was going to be difficult because i don't film whenever i do that i I used to film at some of the events myself and sometimes i shared footage on youtube or or facebook and you know people would don't they don't like it and i understand that and um i apologized earlier on in the year for the live stream i did for giants i think uh, you know that was me getting a bit out of line There, i got carried away but People want to be able to see it. And the only way the other countries can see it is on YouTube or online. And yeah. so someone's going to do it and I'm not going to do it anymore because it's just not worth the time. I mean, it's a lot of time, a lot of hassle. And I've already seen it myself. So if I've seen it, I don't really need to be doing it. It's just more to help other people. So hopefully they'll take what's happening online and they'll they'll, they'll do it themselves. And like I suggest, put the video on your own channel or on your own stream make people pay if it's really about that and then earn some money out of the back of it and then there's no people won't bother then because why are you going to watch a, a really bad footage yeah of someone when you get a decent show and you've got to wait two weeks i think people can wait two weeks and we can have our fun doing this talking about it and and sort of who's going to win and what happened and and that's kind of what will keep it going i think that's where it will end up going hopefully <laughs>
0: Hopefully it's a start because they put up their uh, King of the Kegs event on their mm. Facebook, so hopefully that's a step in the right direction and that's a preview to what will happen in maybe 2020.
1: Yeah, and the good thing was is the signal seemed quite good there because the footage they have put up is really good quality. So yeah, it had a, there was a, like a uh, it looked like a mini truck, but when they went inside, it had all this all the screens and editing booth, and they had the right people there. I just you know, and they're turning this thing around in two weeks, so they're really obviously on it to get it out quickly. Um, but so many hundreds of thousands of views have already happened on YouTube to some of these clips that some people will be like, oh, you know, we know who wins and we've seen a few videos and we're fine with it. But for us, the real sort of the hardcore fans, we want to see the full show.
0: Yes. So once again, Julian, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate this and uh, being on my first podcast. That's great. It's nice
1: to speak to you after all this time. (laughs)
0: Yes, thank you so much. Like I said, you've been super helpful. And I'm glad to hear your side of promoting the sport from a fan perspective. And we all appreciate what you do for it. That's great. Thanks. Thanks for speaking to me. (laughs) Yes, thank you.